Boom. Oh, we are back, boys. Uh, it is, what is today? Today's the 17th. Monday, MLK January Day. 17th, MLK Day. This is the hey. five on five podcast presented by directmusicservice.com. I had a dream, I said. Like big, I said. Okay. MLK, is that the, one, is that the version he said? No, nah, he didn't say that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm forgetting <laughs> the lyrics on that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel, I feel motivated to tell you the lineup of who's on the podcast today. Yeah, from the go. top, uh, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon, you have myself, Phenom, and our special guest today, Grant DJ Gray, coming live from Anchorage, Alaska. Down the street from him, he's back in Portland. He's got big hair and he had a dream. It's Travis is Jupiter Williams down in the belly of the beast in Sin City, Las Vegas. It's Nick Lopez and coming to you live from out east in D.C., the legend, you know him, you love him. I could read his bio for two hours and then we'd have our show right there. Make some motherfucking noise for Jerome Baker, the third. Boom, 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 boom. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so glad to have you on this show. Uh, how are you living? You got a little snow out there. A little snow, you know what I mean? Ruined ruined a lot of people's plans last night. A lot of parties got canceled. Um, so that hurt. But uh, other than that, man, life is great. Don't complain about it. That's good. I what love was going hear on that. last night? What parties got canceled? Uh, MLK Sunday is just like a it's just like a tradition out here in D.C. Like everybody goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, on holiday weekends, D.C. can save until four. So normally we close at three. Oh. So that's like a big deal for whatever reason. Um, so it just ruined a lot of just extra money mm-hmm. people, for people to get, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but we're going to be all right though, for sure. Yeah. Did you see any wild MLK flyers where you're like, Hey, this is way out of pocket. I know There's you all, see them every year. Always, always. Yeah. Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. <laughs> it's really <laughs> whatever you can think of. Yeah. I've seen it for, yeah. Like, yeah. DC, yeah. DC. The, I had a dream drink package. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream turn up brunch. The whole gamut, guys. I, I remember I remember seeing MLK and Shutter Shades when Kanye was was popping yeah. off. I was like, Come on. <laughs> Get those glasses off the man. He doesn't yeah, deserve man. that. Hilarious. Uh we're happy to have you here, man. What we do yeah. every week, we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs as viewed most popular on Spotify. Um, I think you're familiar with the show. You've heard a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, this week is Jupiter's pick. Travis, what do you got for us? We got two West Coast legends. Um, okay. This will make a lot of people in Portland upset. Ooh. Because um, Portland tries to claim the Bay a lot. Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? LA. Yes, go ahead. Uh, E40 and YG. Close. Okay. Uh, Mac Dre and Nipsey short. Hustle. Ooh, Mac ooh, Dre and Nipsey ooh, Hustle. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a good pick. It's a good one. Okay. That is good. So round one, we have Mac Dre, feeling myself, versus Nipsey Hussle, grinding all my life. This actually really came out really good. Okay. When it comes to the Spotify algorithms. Yeah. Uh, Let's start with Jerome. Uh, You got to go with feeling myself. All Mm. right. Yeah. I'm going with Nipsey. You going with Nipsey? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Grant? Grant? Uh, ooh, I'm going to go with feeling myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. 
Uh, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go feeling myself. Um, uh, Jerome, do these artists ring off on the East Coast or is this just strictly a West Coast thing? No, this is East Coast. We listened to Five Hours of Bay Area stuff last night at the bar. <laughs> See, that's why I last, picked this. I literally saw, I saw you night, post something yeah. about that. Yeah, literally last night we listened to Five Hours of Bay and West Coast stuff last night. I will say, like, Bay Area, like, that dumb, like, sound, the hyphy sound, like, that just goes off everywhere. It's just yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Chicago. Uh, Because I've cleared so many dance floors with feeling myself, and I was like, "Very good." Chicago seems like a different, like it's just a whole different. It's its own planet, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like black people are listening to house in Chicago. Yeah, right, right, right. That's a different world. Like this is from the West Coast. They're like, where? Fucking like they don't they don't fuck with shit. Maybe Detroit, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicago's its own planet. Yeah, the the furthest West Coast Chicago goes is Prince over in Minneapolis. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, round two, boys. Round two, Mac Dre, since '84, uh, versus Nipsey, Double Up. I'm gonna go Double Up. Yeah, gotta go Double mm-hmm. Up. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm right there. All right, I'm Grant. Double, I'm Double Up too. Double Up too. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going Nipsey. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Three. Round three. Mac Dre gets stupid versus Nipsey. Racks in the middle. Oh. Right. I'm gonna go get stupid. Get stupid okay. though. Yeah, get mm-hmm. stupid though. Yeah. Grant. Uh I think I'm gonna go racks in the middle this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm with Grant on that. Colin Colin used to his his tube set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 with I'm with Grant on there. I'll play racks in the middle. Uh Neek. Um, I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't really care for either of these songs. Uh, I'm going with um, Bias Ghosh, uh, mm-hmm. Mac Dre, Mac Dre. Right. Okay, Travis uh, Tiebreaker. What do you got? Tiebreaker, Mac Dre. Okay. Uh, I want to go with Nipsey on the strength, but like I just don't care for this. It is what it is. That's fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> it always Four? is like that. Uh, Mac Dre. Uh, my homeboy Chevy, Nipsey Hustle, Hustle and Motivate. Nipsey. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. Easily. Yeah. Sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Neek? Uh, Nipsey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Round five. Sweet. Actually, round five. This is going to be a hard one. Pause. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. hard one. Yeah, he, had a, he, had, he had a dream. Hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Round five. Thizzle dance. <laughs> Mac Drake, Thizzle dance. Nipsey Hustle. Last time I checked. Woo. Yeah. Oh. Woo. Yeah. I'll go last on this. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was about to do that. Like, great. great, you go first on this one. Oh man, me first. Uh shit. Uh, 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 um, no, last time that I checked. Okay. That, when that when that song, I don't know, like when that song hits. <laughs> last time that I checked. Oh, yeah. Little mustard beat on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Nipsey. Nipsey. Okay. I'm not. Particular, I, know. I, I know. you know, I'm not trying no, to. I know. This, this I know. is not for me. We YouTube's coming for that. <laughs> hey, boy. I know. Somebody's gonna fucking. There's the West in the me. building. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Nipsey too, though. I'm gonna go with Nipsey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It's tough. Though. Oh. It's close. Close. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've just heard this too much. I've heard yeah. this too <laughs> fucking much. Yeah, and I feel like every time I type in Mac Dre, the chance that I'll pick Fizzle Dance is very low compared to everything else. Oh, that's yeah. really? That's, uh, okay. Yeah, I just, like I said, maybe I've just heard it too much. Or like, <clears throat> I, I don't know what it is about that. I mean, like, respect to Mac Dre and what he's contributed, obviously, like, that, that created a whole movie. But I just, man, I just can't get with that sound. It's just too silly for me. It's too <laughs> silly. It's like, like carnival music. It's like sound like yeah, carnival music. It's, like, <laughs> it's too, I don't know if it's just all too in a major key. It's like dancey. Yeah. And like, we're talking about motherfuckers on ecstasy, just <laughs> silly. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, it was don't it's definitely a time and place, though. Yeah, it was a, it was a Definitely moment, time and place, yeah, and it was yeah. monumental. I just like in retrospect, like for me, I just can't get with it. Like to me, and even though Nipsey doesn't really fall, like now that he's passed, obviously, like his legacy magnifies. But he's, in my opinion, hasn't gotten. It has to age a little bit more to be considered like classic West Coast sound. Yeah, yeah. but like it, it's not. Like it's not like corrupt and Snoop Dogg and that kind of shit, uh-uh. but to me that's like that's what that that still fits into classic hip hop. I don't know what it is about that Bay Area hyphy fizzy shit that just. I but, don't know. It's too silly. But, but tell me when. Tell me when like to go. Older E forty stuff does. Yeah. What about tell me when to go? Tell me that's, when to go is probably the best version of this sound. It's so good. Does that make sense? It's great. Yeah. Like that's I, I will, yeah. That's what it, it, it was, sounds it was like. It was little John best. trying. It was little John taking his hand on that sound. Right. So therefore, it was polished by the time. Tell he me when to go is like the um, is like the high feet grinding. Like yeah. it's it's minimal. <laughs> it's hard. Like yeah, it's that's solid. Yeah. 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 So that one's like that one's hard to fuck up. That one's hard to fuck up, but like uh, when it gets let's into- take it to DC. Jerome, is that a fair assessment? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, Jerome, you got go go, so that yeah, you, different uh, thing. You know, go go is go. There's there's but there's different facets of go go though. Right. There's bounce beat. There's the pocket. There's the older stuff. Uh, I actually was in. I went to Hampton University, so we were right across the water from uh, the Neptunes. They used to push it all the time when grinding came out, and mm-hmm. so hearing that six billion times the comparison <laughs> is just spot on like that's mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. best comparisons i've heard in a while um so yeah man i mean i love it that's that's great it makes all the sense in the world let me ask you this what was that lean time from people playing grind into a blowing up do you remember how long it took for that mm. to pop three months three so months three, yeah so there's a dj named dj b who was like he's the god uh down in norfolk from philly He's been on he's been on radio for 20 plus years. He's on Twitch super heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh he played everything early. He got everything early. So he was running it for three months consistently. We just didn't know what was going on. We were just in college banging our fists on the lunch tables trying to get bars off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then it just even where they shot the video was like in the projects. They ended up knocking those projects down, putting them all up that we always shopping at. Like it was just a whole lot of things that went on. And that went from like later in the evening, earlier top five at five, all that kind of stuff. 106 in Park, national hit. 
You know mm. what I mean? It was a three. I remember very clearly it was three months. Three months seems kind of fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like at but, first I was like, damn, three months. Like, but well, no, see, that's that part of Virginia is like it's like a it's like a borough in New York. Like there's so many New Yorkers okay. that are back and forth from the Hampton Roads area to New York that the music travels really quickly. So it was like Atlanta, New York, and then the 757 because the DJs are from other places. So they're always right. tapping in with people from, you know, I'm saying their hometowns. And so once grinding kind of got out there, it was just like, yo, you got to hear this. And then it just, it just went crazy. And three months is really quick, honestly. Yeah, but, um, and back then, you know, I was pre Serato. That was like really having to really hear the records, but that was like right when Napster was going crazy. So it was just a lot of like, highs and lows and internet versus wax and mm. but i remember clearly three months yeah it went crazy were yeah. you guys bumping a clip song before that in the clubs was there something no. they were pushing no nothing now nah, they 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 had that first album the funeral yeah uh right. which came out in like 99 2000 maybe and i mean that was a very local record even though they had videos of neptunes at the beats uh it was still a very local record so they took a couple they took some time off and then they ended up just uh going crazy with grinding and then they just worked the record they were in all the clubs they had the djs playing it and it just worked and once that hit it was like mm. it just took off from there does pharrell dj has he ever done a dj set i've not not that i know personally chad djs very often yeah um so chad i've dj with chad before um and um what's that like He's he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. all right, but I just was down there in December and I DJed and he was on the saxophone while I was DJing. Oh, and that oh was just an God. incredible experience of just That's like an awesome. hour, an hour of him and I going back and forth and oh, rocking man. together and me trying to figure out what records to play. And I was like, do I do a bunch of Neptunes or like I played like like Azalea Banks instrumentals and like you know, mm -hmm. Uptimbo stuff, days like this, Sean Esco free and like where he was really on the sax going crazy for a full hour. And uh, it was like, it was insane. It was a great way to end the year. It was just like super, super awesome. Nice guy, humble. You know, he said, let's go get hot dogs next time I come down there. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll be back in February. So yeah. it's all good, yeah. Is that a celebrity sighting or is that business as usual out there? Chad's pretty business as usual. He's pretty low key guy. He's he's kind of ingrained in the community yeah. um, of like Norfolk, Virginia Beach. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's. I mean, he's a guy you can catch him on a Tuesday at the bar. He's mm -hmm. kind of chilling. I think he's one of those genius dudes that's just like yeah. he's in his own. Like he's just he's a genius from what I understand. I haven't spent too much time around him, but he's a he's a really nice guy, super talented, and just like super cool. Pharrell, I've never seen other than like one time. Like 20 years ago but other than that you don't really catch for the streets too much mm. do you, and you think that do you think that we'll ever get a chad album i think the closest cool. we got was the kenneth stuff yeah mm. right and and it's a shame and kenneth's supposed to have new music coming out this year produced oh, wow. by pharrell um um so i hope i would love to get a chad album because he's so talented and was kenneth just chad for the first two albums i think that was a lot of Chad's like say work. goodbye to love era. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that was that's yeah, crazy. That was, I didn't know that was just Chad. That was all Chad stuff. I should yeah, say, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, first, yeah. That, that album. I don't know if that was the first or not, but that album was dope. I don't remember. I know there was two, right? Okay. Say it was uh, make there sure was two, face, I, but make I remember sure they see your face and then something else that I don't remember. But um, yeah, those were Chad production. He did all those. Wow, work, all I didn't work. know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. so sick, man. I wonder. 
I, I mean, there'll never be uh, something that could come close to in search of in, yeah. in my mind that okay. nothing would ever touch that. But I wonder if it's still not as appreciated as it should be. Probably not. Probably never will be, unfortunately, just because you know? at the time that that dropped, you know, they were at their powers as the Neptune. They were like on top of the world. So it was mm. kind of like, what is this weird sort of offshoot project? Yeah. I mean, I think it came out in 01 or 02. That and they were still, right. Yeah, they were still riding the wave of like, excuse me, miss, and like all these yeah. national huge wow. past the Kavats, all those big records. Mm. Nelly was, you know what I mean? So it was like a, it was like a juxtaposition. It's like huge urban records and then like weirdo sounding rock records. Yeah. You know what that's I mean? What, and like yeah. even when I, I was living down there in that area, and that stuff was never on the radio. Yeah. But you can never. hear front, you can hear fronting a million times a day. Yeah, I, I say goodbye to love happened later. I, I now I look at the was date. It? it was 2007. Okay. And it was a bloghouse record. That was that was bloghouse era yeah, that's, record. That's why I, I was thinking about it. I was like, wait, no, I think it was a little later because this was yeah. still around the time like a bloghouse. Um that was getting rotation in those parties. Well, it was um, I, I was I was I was just remembering like when I remember when Grant, come closer. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. You got me now? All right. I was just remembering like when that album came out that first Neptune's record, my buddy that was super into hip hop bought it, literally threw it on while I was there, heard like two songs and was like, this is trash and like gave it to me. And I was like, I'll take it. And I think it was Fire. just like, he was like immediately like that sound like the guitar or like whatever was weird. He was like, no, I'm out. And I, I remember like, they had I'll two versions it. of it. There was, a, like, there was a Neptune's one yeah. and then yeah. they scraped that and came back and had Spy Mob play on, play on the whole album. So that delayed it. So like, you know, the international release is the one that came out first. Yeah. Which is with the Neptunes, Cork sounding, the Triton, and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I think that, again, I don't know if it'll ever be fully appreciated. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if they can recreate that sound anymore because they're in different yeah. places mm. in their life, it seems like. You know what I mean? Whether that's, I mean, growth is good, it can be bad. It just, you know, it, it's. Right. I, right. I hope so. I listen to it all the time. Though. It's yeah. kind of like a cult classic album. Right. Like, it's very, Ab like, absolutely. it's for the heads. We all love absolutely. it. But, like, I got a fucking tattooed on my wrist. It's a great fucking album. It was I mean, you see, good. The, you see the trucker hat down here every day. Oh, do every you? Day, yeah. Every day in DC, somebody's wearing the trucker hat. Like it's still, I think the significance of just that time and culture is just forever mm -hmm. going to be stamped. But uh, I, I saw them and the clips, the 930 Club. They had back to back shows on Monday and Tuesday nights. This must have been whenever the first album dropped, came up, and it was the first BBC ice cream t shirts with like Swarovski crystals for 50 bucks mm. and nobody was buying them because they were like, what is oh, this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. What is this? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I vividly remember going to both of those shows at 930 club. People were just, I mean, you know, it's not far from Hampton or from Norfolk, Virginia beach. And uh, it just was, you know, it was just like, like he said, for the heads, yeah. for the heads, for sure. I think overall producers aren't absorbing music like that anymore from a 360 sound where you're like, I'm way over here, I'm way over here. I think people maybe would listen to the Gunna album, to a new future album, to this, to that, and then put out a record. Be like, okay, this, these are my beats, this is whatever I have, you know? And my influences are Migos, Gunna, um, uh, a Lil Baby or something like that. And they create a beat in that vein mm -hmm. and push it out. This, this collaboration between the three of them it was so vast in their music taste to where I think it's, it's impossible to replicate that in this day and age. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, plus, I mean, you know, people are, I mean, they played instruments. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, there wasn't a whole, there wasn't a whole lot of splice. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of just the tools that are sort of the norm for today. Um, and I just think that kids and bands back then, I think Neptune's appreciated kids and bands. Maybe they grew yeah. up in yeah. bands playing instruments. And so nothing against splice. I use it all the time. Yeah. Like it's, it is what it is, but no, um, yeah. I think the balance of having, you know what I'm saying? All the sounds now yeah. is kind of what's missing a bit. I think there's something to be said about like when, um, like when they're musicians, because I've seen Chad and like Pharrell like in jam sessions and stuff. And there's something to be said about musicians jamming and coming up with stuff organically versus like place this loop here and this loop here. Yeah, it's a totally different. That. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Like these guys are kind of like, especially now, like I think multi instrumentalists are becoming more and more rare. Yeah especially with like arts programs being defunded in schools and things like that so like yeah. it's becoming more of a rarity to see these these are becoming almost like once a generation type artists yeah mm-hmm. everybody's a unicorn now you know what i mean yeah. like it's, yeah it's unfortunate but everybody's a unicorn that can do that so. it's a different thing i think uh i heard somebody i'm say like it kind of skips right like you know, nobody wants to play guitar when your dad's playing, when your dad played guitar. You don't want to do yeah. what your parents were doing. So you're going to pick up turntables and a laptop and learn to yeah. produce. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe the next generation's like, well, my fucking dad was a DJ. I don't want to be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and these rappers are like, kind of like picking up like rock star aesthetics. So like yeah. maybe the next generation will be like, well, I'm going to actually be a rock star and make rock music with yeah. Yeah. instrumentation. I hope. So, yeah, I hope. So I think it's just kind of, it, it's going to go in cycle. Hopefully at least that like due to rebellious attitudes and not trying to build like the generation before you, hopefully yeah. anyways. I think people stop trying to make uh, depression raps because that's so saturated now Right, where the chart is all depression raps. And you're like, yo, you listen to, you listen to juice world growing up, blah, blah. blah, And now people are going to be like, man, I need to make something faster. Nobody's making fast stuff, you know? And I'm hoping somebody has that foresight to be like, not necessarily drum and bass, but maybe a 130 club record, you know, a 128, something like that. Mm-hmm. because what's mm-hmm. the last big rap club record at that yeah. speed yeah. cuddy and aoki like way too sexy on your street way too sexy what 70 bpm though yeah 68 yeah. no it was 120 120 uh 122 120 yeah 122 125 that's oh. so slow that's so though slow. i'm talking like dance rap like dance 122 is Pretty well, quick but for that's rapper. Like, but that's like, I mean, it's I guess double that's time. double time. Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. this. I was like, I know we, I, I play a lot of the disco records. I know on your stream, Jerome, you were talking about like that 120, 115 BPM of like, like those rap cuts. Those are so much fun to play. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do more of that. Yeah. And I hope that like that's what the next generation, they'll be looking to make more of those like, hey, what will actually get people like kind of vibing at the dance floor? You know I feel I mean? like yeah. Wale is best in his pocket when he's at Wale's good and was good in that pocket. Yeah. Wale got my sweetie uh, came out a, a minute ago, but it's 120 and I mean, I run it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a sample of a, of a, I forget who the record is, African record, but you know, it's 120. So I agree yeah. with you. He, he was in his bag. He just said, he sounds good. Like he's not trying to do too much. And, you know, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I think we all have a, a great, vision of what we'd like to see but it's just yeah like, what's gonna 
what's it going to take for the pendulum to swing in this direction? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. rest, in, rest in peace, like, they just said a new Juice World album is coming out. And I'm like, yo, how many songs did he yeah. make? Like, <laughs> right. I thought he passed away. Well, y'all saw that to be doc, funny. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But I thought he passed away, like, two years ago. And then, like, I guess he has a song out now that's really hot. And, like, another album on the way. I'm like, yeah. yo. Yeah. like That's what I was going to say, too, is these, this, these younger guys are output. pumping out yeah. music fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. songs are literally, like, two verses and it's over. And that's it. Yeah. That's so it. It's a minute and a half, two-minute songs. Yeah. They're cranking out these songs. Trends are turning over very yeah. quickly because yeah. shit gets old fast to them. Um, this world was making three different songs on the same song. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That I just, didn't see the doc. It was a good Yeah. Cut it. And so just like say, cut it and then yeah. go Ooh, to let's the next redo song another one. Like, then, yeah, they're just pumping them out. Yeah. Oh, that's what so he was doing. He, he has. He has music out there. He has. He had. Like, I wouldn't a doubt it. They, they, they go in there. And like, I'll say this, like the workflow of a lot of these newer artists, these rap artists are, it's simple, but like, because of the simplicity, they can crank out a lot right. of music mm-hmm. and something's going to stick. Like, I yeah. can't even imagine if like Playboy Cardi were to die, we'd probably get music for like 10 years. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, music. no, right. <laughs> yeah. Without oh, a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Knock on wood, but yes. Yeah. 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 Should we do That's... a lightning round? Yeah. 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 Let's take it to the lightning round. <laughs> on that note, this is why we barely have this guy in here. This guy's a fucking loose cannon over here. Just a taste. For anyone listening, I'm sorry. He's he's up in Alaska. It's different up there. They do things kind of different. Um, Jerome, this is for you and for you alone. Grant, nothing from you, sir. Um, you're going to pick a this or a that. The other one you have to delete out of your Serato forever, starting with this. Music Soul Child or Dwelle? <laughs> I will say, if you're listening to the podcast, you need to watch the video for that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need to see that reaction. Uh, I guess I got to go Dwelle. No, okay. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is going to fuck up your DJ sets either yes, way. Yes, either yes, way that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got the early, I got the black professional crowd on Smash. <laughs> <laughs> No shutter shades on Martin Luther King, no, folks. Like, Take that shit off. Yeah, if you want me to do your Kavasi event, I got you. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, Black Wall right. Street is not yeah, Black, with yeah, yeah, for sure. God, I'm, I might not get the call back. Uh, all right, let's, I, I'm a, I'm a, I gotta go with Dwelle. Uh, let's okay. Go, yeah. Dwelle. Okay. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers or MGMT? I mean, let's go MGMT. Okay. Mace or Drew Hill? <laughs> My daughter. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Drew, Drew Hill. Okay. Uh, Ashanti or Sierra? Ooh. Ashanti. Jackson 5 or the Silvers? Uh, we'll go with the Silvers. Method Man or Red Man? Mmm. We'll go with Red Man. Okay. Ray Schremert or T.I.? T.I. Whispers or Egyptian Lover? Uh, Whispers. Okay. 
Luther or Michael Bolton? Um, Michael Bolton. I mean, Luther, Luther. This man's going to be out of work if he's I'm tripping. I'm, I was tripping. I was tripping. I was tripping. Yeah, okay, Dave. Michael got the nod on him. She got to be doing something, man. I, got, I lost focus. I lost focus. Don't worry. We'll edit focus. it to where you say Michael Bolton like three times in a row. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Steely Dan or Gangstar? What? Oh, no. Pass. <laughs> nah. I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> you can only choose one. What do you got? Oh, I don't. My pass doesn't count. Oh, 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 oh hell no. Hell no. You got to do no. it. What? Somebody's got to get ethered. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man, I don't know. Like, that's just not fair. Uh, damn. I will take those- a pass as they're both gone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, David Bowie or Queen? Um, Queen. Okay, this might be a little tough. Maybe not, depending where you're from. Clips or Mob Deep? I mean, I'm from Phoenix, so it don't matter either. But, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I know Eclipse is big in Phoenix. I know yeah, Mob Deep I mean, is you huge know, in Phoenix. Both big in Phoenix, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I see Pusha often, so I got to go Eclipse. Yeah. Okay. Eclipse. Weezer or Blink-182? Slight flex, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> let's, go, uh, let's go Weezer. Justin Timberlake or Usher? Usher. All right, let's get into the shit. Earth, Wind, and Fire or Chic? I mean, let's go Earth, Wind, and Fire. Missy or Busta? Missy. Prince or Michael Jackson? Come on, bro. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going anywhere. We ain't, it's I all know. on you. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. I don't know. That. <laughs> oh, your God. initial reaction would be today. You're feeling what? Today, uh, today I would listen, Michael. Okay, and why? I listened to Baby Be Mine thirty minutes ago. Like I, it's just it's, you know what I mean. It's fresh on the mm. brain. Fair. So. Mariah or Whitney? Whitney. Okay. Last but not least, we do it every single week. Outcast or Hall and Oates. My best friend is a, is an Outcast super fan, so Outcast. Okay. Yeah. Thought you were gonna say my best friend's Daryl Hall. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no big deal. I saw uh, the Roots. I saw the Roots open for Hall and Oates one time. It was the greatest concert ever. Oh wow! Sick. All right, Roots or Nerd? Jesus Christ, man. Uh... <laughs> we were done. We were done. But you had to say that. You had to say that. Honestly, I'm gonna go with the Roots. I mean, first concert I ever saw was 15. Saw the Roots. It was That's the best. Sick. I still remember it to this day. It was the best which album was that? Which tour was that? Uh, it was '95. So I don't think uh, it might have been there. Not the first first album. Not Tipping album. Point, but the, the no one before that. Before maybe that, yeah. like Philadelphia Half Life. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they did. Uh, was Scott they, Storch out there? No, the house no. DJ was. But the house DJ was uh, Fashion. Oh, oh, oh fashion, shit! That's Fashion sick. was the house DJ. Yeah. Yeah. You want more 95 or things fall apart 99. So I, that might have been things fall apart. 
Or do you want more? I mean, do you want more? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, Illidolf Half Life was 96. So, okay. Right. So, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, that's yeah. fucking dope. That's sick. That's fashion. Tight. Fashion was the house. Fashion is like, I mean, we all know he's a legend, but like, yeah. he's from Phoenix. So, he was on the radio. He was, you know, fashion is 5'2, maybe, but he was at all of the black parties. DJ, all he was the hip hop DJ and just would smash everything. That's we used, so to follow, we used to follow him around town all the time. Because wherever he was DJing, and I was 16 trying to sneak into parties, hmm. just try to go to Fashion's party. Yeah, he was the man. Still is, still is. Still it, is. Was Are you an the, NBA guy? Yes. Uh, Chris Paul or Steve Nash? Yeah, that, I don't know, bro. Just because Nash was just, I mean, man, as a point guard, like as a pass first point guard that can get the job done, but then Chris Paul's kind of the same thing. I don't know. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Suns fan of death, man. So I don't this know. is the first interview where the guest is just saying, Nick, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. I love it. I, hey, hey, you know, no, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, Z-Trip was out in Arizona as well, right? Z-Trip, yeah, Z-Trip is, uh, I think he kind of moved out there in late teens, maybe. Yeah. Uh, him and Fashion were super cool, though, so they were, they were good together. But he kind of got out of there like his early mid-20s i think yeah but he still was he still was around the first time i saw cut chemist it was each trip and cut chemist playing together at a dive wow. bar and they played the illest set i've ever heard in my life i might have been 19 and it was just like it's incredible it was incredible phoenix arizona in general just has a really dope hip-hop scene yeah um especially like mid 90s to early 2000s like yeah. They had the illest like the b-boy scene out there is incredible crazy, crazy. uh shout out to sour patch shout out to yeah. um like mod Mug, all those yep. guys yeah all those guys the action all those dudes are just like super dope like like phoenix himself just has a really really good scene club red out mesa so yeah it's a lot of good stuff was there a lot of competition when you were getting started or was it kind of like you chose your own lane and did your thing uh i started in high school so there was no competition at all honestly yeah. it was just like uh, so we didn't really have a quote unquote urban radio station. Like I'm talking like 95 and still playing like earth, like ace of bass on the radio. Mm -hmm. So you had to get your music chops just from other places. Uh, luckily for me and my brother, we had a tower records about 10 minutes away from us. So my mother was a teacher. So during the summertime, she had to teach summer school. She would drop us off at, at a tower records and we would just learn mm -hmm. and just learn and just learn and just learn. And so um listening to fashion on the radio every day he was on the radio all the time uh, a little bit of yoga tv raps here and there but locally there was no competition it was just how much can you absorb find the record at a place called circles downtown phoenix and it was just absorbing all the music that you could find what was that point where you decided yeah i need to be a dj college i got to college I mean, high school was like, all right, this is cool. Learning to cut a little bit and just some of the homies that are playing house parties and stuff. But getting to the East Coast band was just a different monster. DJ B, like I said, uh, a couple of other guys, the Buddha brothers uh, down in Virginia. And then coming up to DC, guy named Lonnie B in Richmond, who's a monster. It was just so many, it was a different style. Mm. And just hearing a different style just made it be like, yo, this is like, this is insane. This is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, even the guys on campus, this guy, Baby Drew, who, who who's who's very successful as a DJ. 
uh, this kid Rick G's, who was Pushes DJ, like all these people were in my class, and we were all just learning. To, I was really learning from them, honestly, because they were already established. I couldn't bring turntables to the other side of the country. My mom didn't have money for that, so mm. you know. What year was this? Ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Okay, so you were carrying crates for a hot a hot minute. And then tell me about that transition to Serato. What was that like? Were you hesitant when you switched over? Nah, I was. Uh, I was at a party. Uh, shout out to my man Stereo Faith. He does. Uh, he did a party called Sorted, which was uh, Britpop, indie pops, kind of stuff like that. Dope. Completely over my head. Completely something that I knew nothing about. Mm. And I'm just like, yo, how do you? How do you know these records? Like, how do you know this stuff? Like, so that's his thing. He's into that whole music. And he was like, yo, but I got it on my computer. He's like, it's on my Serato. And he just showed me everything, all of his, he had ripped everything from vinyl to MP3 in mm. 07. And he just had everything that you could imagine. And then I just started hearing guys go so quickly. And there's that AM Power 106 mix that we're all familiar with. And just mm. sort of like hearing people like go from genre, the genre thing really is what attracted me to Serato. Like you could move around so many genres so quickly um that i was like yo i gotta get on board there was no hesitation no for me. yeah no what was am's impact out there at the time it was a little it was it was a little minimal I mean, we had rock the con right rock, rock the con, con is from sure. rock the con is from dc so mm-hmm. or, or from northern virginia dc whatever but so he played in a similar fashion plus mm-hmm. you were always getting stretch armstrong you know he was around dc a lot you catch mark ronson occasionally so mm. AM specifically, not so much, but that style of just that big, big open format style was just, was just, it was everywhere out here for sure. Mm. If you had to pick one genre that you could play for the rest of your life, you could only keep one genre for your DJ sets. What would you pick? I'd be like French touch. Hell yeah. I really love, I really love, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) The first Phoenix album, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, uh, just all that stuff, man. That stuff, the, obviously the one Stardust record, like, you know, yeah. I mean? all that kind of. Uh, <laughs> We're just stuff, talking about that, yeah. The break, the break bot stuff, the, um, all that stuff. That stuff is just cool. It feels good. It's, it, it, you can dance to it. It's light, it's airy, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's just, uh, it just, you can't be mad. Like girls want to dance to it. So you want to go dance with the girl? You can't be mad at that. Yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's good. You know, it's what a mean? good time. So, yeah, light, airy. Let's have a good time. You know, I, I want to talk to you about that era. <clears throat> that era specifically. I know you guys had Tax Low out there. Yeah, yeah. You had sure. Baltimore Club just being yeah. fucking huge. Um, a lot of people don't know about that because it simply hasn't gotten its flowers yet. It hasn't been under a microscope. What was the Bloghouse era like? If you could explain to our listeners. Uh, so we, I'm in DC. We're 45 minutes south of Baltimore. We would be at Taxlow every other Friday. Mm. Uh, Cullen and his partner, I can't remember his name at the moment, but they just threw a place called Sonar. So it was a three room venue. My man Stereo Face, who I mentioned earlier, would be in like a smaller room opening. Then you would catch like Dave Nada and Titchworth in the mm. middle sized room, and then you would catch the national act, who could be anybody. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be a band, it could be a DJ, it could be whomever. Uh, would be in the larger room. And then there were always the after parties that just spawned collaboration. And I mean, whoever you can think of in that, you know, whether it was the, the Spank Rocks and that crew mm-hmm. or, 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 or like, I mean, they had cut copy all the time. Like they literally have any and everybody who was indie dance, blog house, a track, you know, just all everybody, 
everybody mm-hmm. was there. It was sort of like the East Coast version of that banana split party mm-hmm. in yeah. LA. Remember that? It was that mm-hmm. just a little bigger because he had three rooms. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it was incredible. You'd get everybody. And then you would get the Baltimore local. You ever see Rod Lee perform Dance My Pain Away in Whoa. front of a bunch of people from Baltimore? Mm-hmm. It's a come to Jesus moment. You're just mm-hmm. like, yeah. this is incredible. You know what I'm saying? You see wow. Scotty B DJing all the time. Scotty B is, is just a chill dude. Yeah. See Scotty B all the time. Like he would still sell you mixtapes right in front of the spot. You know what I'm saying? That's like crazy. You, you were still trying to park in the right spot because so, you didn't want like your car to get broken into. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's under a freeway overpass. And like, we were there every other Friday. And we'd be in Baltimore till six in the morning because the after party, the first time I met Diplo, we're at an after party where Scotty B is DJing. It's like a warehouse. Scotty B is DJing. Diplo, we're playing basketball in this warehouse. There's like multiple <laughs> rooms. We're on the fifth floor. It was just like, you wouldn't believe it, but if you were there, you're like, it's the greatest thing ever. It's incredible. Yeah, it was so tight. I we went to that party. This blo- uh, to this podcast to like the blog house reminiscent <laughs> <laughs> the i miss blog house podcast. I, I fucking love it because because i went i went to tax low one time i i was out there i played um i played with uh who's the the who was running unruly at the time said or not That's said um yeah. i can't it was right after k swift's passing okay i played okay. at heaven and hell Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. a, a minute ago. And then yeah. we went to tax low one night and Scotty B was in the main room playing his remix of paper planes, which just still, came out. Yeah. I still have it. Yeah. In the side room was Dave Nada. And then in the main room, it was Vito from the rapture opening up for Kayla from block party who were both doing DJ sets. There you go. And you're like, what is, what is this? Mm-hmm. You walked outside. There was a Scion car with the trunk open, a TV in the back. People were playing Guitar Hero while waiting in line to get in. And you got in, and they handed you two free Sparks when you walked in. Yeah. Oh, listen, Sparks and Scion were giving out big checks in 2007. They were what giving the out fuck, bro. Checks. Sparks and Scion are the fucking gas. Exactly. They're the fuel. Literally. For 07 and 08. But literally, that would, and that would keep you going all night. That would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. And and also been shot to Baltimore. A lot of the DJs, man, my man Quincy, seeing uh, DJ Impulse, they were like the local guys that helped push that sound really everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so that so that it could then become a, a national sound. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, but Baltimore has this uh, ton of talented DJs, and that experience just changed the game for so many people. I mean, you had this this whole scene in Baltimore on a Friday night, and you just don't even understand it because you're just dancing to the music and it's like right. yeah. yo if we're just if we're just a little tired of this room we can just walk into this room it's yeah. a whole nother party yeah. and then if we're tired of this we can go to this and it's a national act like you said mm. dj yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah and then all right let's go back to the small room because my homie's about to feel like it was just, it was incredible it was incredible what was the death of that what was the death of the multi-genre club do you can you pinpoint a moment where you're like everything became specialized where it's one genre uh i, th- I want to say in dc 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 specifically used to have really big clubs love mm-hmm. dream you know we see cameron and for hey ma that was a really big club in dc that was like four or five stories yeah so literally uh i believe there was like neighborhoods started to change gentrification hit you mm-hmm. know what i mean so you started to get smaller venues the door, I mean, the door at Dream and Love could be $100 to walk in. But mm. 
sometimes you want to go out there. Sometimes you got to pay the neighborhood crackheads $20 so they don't throw white paint on your car. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a reality that I saw happen. You know what I mean? So the death of it, I think, I think music changed. People just all of a sudden, then you start closing. Mm. Other places pop up in different neighborhoods. All right, let's try this out. Let's try that out. Maybe it's easier to get in over here. Maybe the music is different. Because, you know, like people, people's attention span, I, I believe, started to get shorter around then as well. You know what yeah. I mean? And at that point in time, unfortunately, it's just like, well, I just want to go hear hip hop. I just want to go hear this. I just want to go hear that. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that the, the music changed. I think people started to get some money in their pockets. And so their output changed a little bit. They go national. You can't catch a track as often at Sonar. Maybe he's only there once a year versus once every three months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, 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 you know, people move around. At that point, I was, I was about to be 30 in 2010. So kids start playing you know what i mean people's lives change unfortunately and it affects yeah. the music you know what i mean it's kind of crazy how that works out especially right. that factor of like these guys start to get money you know what i mean like these like is it's ironic because and i mean this isn't really a dig it's more of just an observation like these guys these acts get you know these big deals and all of a sudden the product is something else mm-hmm. like isn't that it's just it seems counter to what you would expect like oh you're great let's sign you to a major give you a big uh, bonus or whatever and you just make something else like i don't i don't understand what that i don't think i wonder if that's like label influence if that's like okay cool the sound is great but now we need you to do it but appeal to a larger audience yeah and is is that what it is is that because i believe i I believe that's 100 percent of the time yeah it never works yeah, I believe that's... ninety percent. There are obviously cases where it, course, it, yeah. it doesn't go that way and it works out perfectly, but it's always dance music too. It's always, always dance fucking music. dance music, <laughs> like you know, a Diplo, or these guys stay Snake, independent, like those and they, guys, and yeah. they go massive. But like, yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't. It's I mean, always I dance like music. We all love the first century. No, it's album. rap too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's rap, it's rap yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we all love the first Santi Gold album, right? It's yeah. a classic. Yeah. We listen to it Amazing. consistently. She just toured two years ago, and it was just the first album. Yeah. Mm. But the second album, people just have this disdain for it because it mm. wasn't the first album. And was it because she, what changed in her life or changed in her artistry or even changed within us to not like it as much as the first? Like, we're all going to have mm. different reasons. And some people love the first, the second album. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the people on Twitter have been talking about Jay-Z's volume one for the past couple of days. And like 25 years ago, we hated it. Now people are like, yo, it's actually kind of good. Well, mm. what changed? What happened? He does a yeah, shiny was suit video. Yeah, was it us or was it? Right. Yeah. He does a shiny suit video with Puffy. He's got Babyface singing. He's not the cool drug dealer anymore. Like there's so many things that change that are within our control, but also aren't, aren't in our control that, mm. you know what I'm saying? We just got to, we just have to appreciate the music in yeah. my opinion. You know, I think I think that's uh, we spoke about this before at some point of being uh, just a good, a good fan. Like it's not on us to dictate what artistic direction the artist goes in. You know what I mean? It's not on us. Our job is just to receive and make an opinion, but we can't dictate oh, this was a bad direction for you. This was, you sold out or something like that. Yeah. Even though sometimes that really is the case, like they really are just trying to cash in and appeal to more people to make a hit. And now you're just, you know, a machine essentially. But 
it's the problem with the internet that's this is in the core is the problem with the internet so you click on the video and you watch the video and you say i thoroughly enjoyed this song and then you go to the first comment directly two and a half inches under the video that says trash right and then you're like well maybe i have bad taste Maybe, maybe I don't know what good music is. And then you go a little bit further, trash, trash. And it's just, it's bots or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you start to second guess, oh, maybe I shouldn't play this out because the general consensus is people don't like this song. Jay-Z, Sunshine being the topic this week. Right. Everyone's like, it wasn't that bad of a well, song. I um, still, I, I never was on that train. And granted, I was young when it came out. Hmm. I've never been on the hating volume one train. Like, I just thought it was good. I remember going out and buying, like, that was one of my first albums I ever bought. For sure. I, I wasn't on the train of hating it, so I never really understood the hate, the flag. But I was, I was a kid. I was in, like, third or fourth grade. So I don't, you know. Is my, it because everyone wanted dead presidents? Again? Yeah. Probably. But <laughs> I think that's being a bad fan. He just, like, he I thought Hard Knock Life was fan. dope. Like, that's why I wanted it. Yeah, Super I dope. mean, you got to be, we have to understand growth artistically within ourselves and from the people that we put on these pedestals right yeah. for their talent and i think that like you said now we can literally get on twitter and voice our displeasure back then the only way you could really voice your displeasure was through record sales yeah. by either buying the album or not buying the album if i didn't buy the album the public doesn't agree with what the artist did yeah. but now you got people who like you said bots and these things that just bash the artist so crazily Trolls. that again we're getting two minute songs we're getting you know albums that are 16 songs 32 minutes you know, it's yeah. just kind of like yeah. oh, what's really going on like you know what i'm yeah. saying but then at the flip you know depending on who the artist is you might get a griselda they might give you two verses it could be fire you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. and it's the song is a minute 58 seconds and you like yo i'm ready to go commit a felony (laughs) the real the 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 way music is consumed like these days like the the method of consumption is so easily accessible it like forces you to have a a short attention span whereas before it was like you had to make a commitment i'm giving 20 dollars to buy this album and yeah i hope to god it's good yeah like because i love the single so i'm just kind of banking on that yeah. But like you had a homie that made that commitment. You listen to his shit and now you're like, all right, I'll go do it. So I got a copy. Yeah, hundred yeah, like, percent. Now it's like I could just I could just listen to it. And there's probably a chance that like if it's cool, I'm only going to listen to it once. Yeah. How many times have you gone back to that Silk Sonic album? Oh, I haven't. Nah, uh-uh. I haven't. I, I've, I got through it one time through. Yeah. And aside from the times that I have to play the singles, like it, like mm-hmm. playing them out. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. Shout out to Crooked though, because he's given the best. He gave the best review of what that album is. Because I, before, what do you think of Silk Sonic? By the way, uh, I think it's a missed opportunity. Honestly, okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. A missed opportunity. Uh, I was gonna say I I liked it. I enjoyed the stick. I think it'd be great to see live. It's probably but, a fun show live. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a fun show live. But um, yeah, it was. It was also one I listened to it. I was like, oh, that was great. But yeah, I've never thrown an album on again. It seems, I I think as far as like on this show, the reception has been, eh. Like like the DJ community is just like whatever about it. It's cool, but it's not great. They did a troll on accident that worked. 
And yeah. so what Crooked was saying, <laughs> he said, it seems almost um, like, what's the word when you're making fun of something? Uh, satire. It seems like almost yeah. satire. Yeah. He it said is. it's almost, he said it's Jackie Moon. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's Love You Sexy. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> is it Disco Duck? It's, no, because Disco Duck is like straight up commercial not even satire it's like is it is this not commercial uh, damn is it disco duck <laughs> <laughs> i want to give it some authenticity because anderson packs involved but like yeah. right hey, superstar me, real now. jack's your style man what what I was oh like, bruno yeah i mean that's some personal shit like yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> off rip bruno just rips me off but I, say what I was kind of hoping for in the meeting of that and what i got from like um, what was the first single off that? It wasn't uh, Leave the Door Open. Love yeah. Me Sexy. What I was kind of hoping for was like, I was hoping for some of the artistry from Pac and then a lot more of the hook from Bruno. But then we ended up getting kind of like a watered down version of both. Mm-hmm. I don't so think like, it was supposed know. to be an album. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I think they no, did no, that one song no. together. Yeah. And I've been saying that like, from day yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that for day and one. I'm like hundred yeah. percent. Like yeah. <laughs> this is this is what it is. It's it's someone that essentially walked into Studio 54 and was like, "Yo, this song I Feel Love is great. I'm a huge disco fan." And then they walked <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and then they're like, "Yeah, this is it." You know, and it 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 doesn't have the depth and the substance. Mm-hmm. It has the quick lines. It has the quick meme worthy moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has the visuals, but it's very surface level. It, right. There's no depth to it. There's no being like, oh, this reminds me of, I'm going to use a perfect example right now, The weekend. When you hear The weekend, when he's putting these little Easter eggs in Dawn FM, you're yeah. like, oh, shit, this is a great reference. That's a great sample. That's a great this. This Silk Sonic is just a broad overview mm-hmm. of an era that had so much content packed into it that we didn't even get to develop. Right. It seems That's so vague. Vague, like Too cloudy. Polished. You phone it in you, by boots. Yeah, on it was it. phoned in in the mug. Like it's not, it's not really a deep thought. And what's crazy is individually, these artists have both done these sort of albums. Yeah, that like went well. Like yeah. twenty four karat, and then the one before that, the Mark Ronson one, where he was kind of doing like the New Jack thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mark was twenty four karat too, right? Yeah. So he had yeah. two with Mark. Yeah. And those and were then, good. Um, like as far uh, as locked like, out of heaven, locked out of heaven mm-hmm. was the other one. That's those are great. Yeah, those are great. I'm not particularly a fan, but it, art like it's just good music. Fine, but Anderson Pack with no worries. That shit was dope. Like oh, yeah. that's a like a '70s kick. That's like not corny or phoned right. in. Yeah, yeah, that's like some like guitar Watson type vibe or like even a little blowfly because it's kind of rap yeah. like it's not phoned in at all and it's like perfectly well executed to where it's not corny this, for some reason just came across as so corny but again i don't think it was like a well thought out it was like I it think was not we got it was labeled it was labeled pressure label pressure yeah yeah, yeah. for sure i mean I, I feel like they could have i like the producer he's a very talented guy but i feel like they could have worked with many more people to yeah, get this they project just in their sleep life. yeah it's yeah. kind of crazy yeah. everybody involved is super talented yeah right just, right they just really proved like how talented they were by putting this out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they really did this in their sleep. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, yeah. we could do this in our sleep. Here you go. Well, yeah, I they should have just left. It but the average layman wouldn't recognize yeah. that. Facts. No. 
Well, because I was listening. anyone in the club would just be like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Did the yeah. Grammys happen already? Grammys got postponed. Did they postpone them? Yeah, they yeah. Okay. It. So we kind of touched on this, but we didn't really touch on this. Like, let's just do the under and over. Are they winning a Grammy? No. Are they performing? I don't know. They I, just so I, I, I think they're performing. Be, so if they're performing, they're winning a Grammy. They're yeah. winning. Let me, should I do a number crunch on what they're nominated yeah, for? Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of number crunch, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, I remember on Time Crisis, they were talking about uh, there was an interview where they said smoking out the window was literally just a joke that they made at the hotel room where they were blowing smoke out the window. And he was like, can you think we could write a whole song about that phrase? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what the whole album feels like. It's like, I don't know, can we write a song about this? Yeah, yeah like oh, it doesn't seem like yeah. a well, like a, it seems like they came up with a theme. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, let's like pick an era. Yeah. And, and it just, I don't, I don't know. Like I listened to their Beats One radio show and they're kind of like pulling in inspirations, like music that kind of inspired the sound and, I don't know. I don't want to diss too hard on it, like because like I jokingly make fun of Bruno Mars, but like again, I like I think they're two talented artists who yeah. have a deep like appreciation for the era. But I, I mean, they're the they're the utmost talented, and I think anything intensive, anything with a deep dive, would go over the listener's head. Mm-hmm. I think they're creating music for their listener, mm-hmm. for the corporate, the person that goes to the corporate event, for the person oh, yeah. that turns Suburban on the radio. Mom. So yeah. The yeah. DJ opinion Suburban is so mom. null and void. It's too dense. Here's what's crazy. It's yeah. too yeah. dense. And yeah. like when I Google Silk Sonic Grammy nomination, I get leave the door open. The debut hit in 2021 summertime <laughs> anthem for oh. their critically acclaimed an Evening with Silk Sonic earns four nominations for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best R&B Performance, and Best R&B Song. Oh, yeah, no, they perform oh, too. We don't know what, and they're going to perform they're, it. They're going to win some. And everybody's mother is going to love it, and they're going to win <laughs> under or over. What do you guys say? All four? No. Nah. One. Two. I think one. Two. Two one. out of four? Two. One. You got one. I bet you they get Album of the Year. No, no. I think it. I think yeah. Who, I, who, wait a minute. Who's on the album of the year? That's if, let's if, a, if Adele's on the album of the year, Adele's winning. That's yeah. fair. Yo, her did her, that make the cut in time? Crazy. Yeah, that's kind of late. <laughs> uh, she just she might have just made the cut off though. Yeah. Let's if see, she didn't make the cut off, then it's a whole. Is there a Billie Eilish in there? That might win it. Ah, that'd be nuts too. Uh, General Field record record of the year. Here we go. ABBA, that new ABBA joint. Oh, trash, trash. <laughs> Unfortunately, trash. John Batiste, Freedom. I get a kick out of you, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> a record of the year. Tony Bennett always what year? his way up in <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> always. This is 2022? Yeah. It's crazy. Tony Bennett and ABBA. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony stays pulling them. What's that? Uh, Justin like Bieber that. and Peaches. So the record of the year is singles, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm looking at damn. album of the year. Ooh, this uh, is crazy. That, These that, credits. That are, list look look at like credits. Wait a minute. Was that was that all for that list? Yeah, that was record of the year. I'm looking for album of the year, song of the year. That that list Best felt like artist. the Robin Williams meme. Like, what year is it? Yeah. yeah. What, what year is it? Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Best instrumental. No. What is this list? Why do I have to see? <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm on the Grammy website, and this is just not like user-friendly at all it's literally a long <laughs> list of just oh my god i wish this was like <clears throat> this is 
not. Hmm. It's just nonsense. It's nonsense. And it's giving you every credit for every album Um, or song. And so these lists are very long. Uh, I'll come back. We'll go back to it. (laughs) Uh, uh, I got to get through every subgenre album right now. (laughs) I I want us to do a a Mount Rushmore today while we have everyone here. Um, I want to do the Mount Rushmore of best edits and remixes for a DJ set. And I I know we all have our go-tos, our edits and remixes that are the top, the best ever. I'll start it off and we can kind of follow in line because I think everyone would agree that Nick Bikes remix of Childish Gambino Red. is up there. Redbone is yeah. a Mount Rushmore edit yeah. better than the original. I think he put a nice little touch on it. Yeah. Definitely to make it, on it more yeah. accessible. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I mean, I'll be the person to say it. I think we got to put that fucking Brooklyn clan. <laughs> oh, be faithful. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, right? That's, that's Mount Rushmore. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has to be. It has yeah. to be. It has to be. Song is the bane of my existence. <laughs> that is Vegas as Vegas gets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else, Travis Jerome? Mount Rushmore's tough, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, greatest yeah. edits. Pursuit of Happiness was that big? Yeah, Aoki. Yeah, that's a good one. That's still an anthem. That's crazy. Who really made that? I don't know. I'd like to know. (laughs) I like to know. Steve was on the road Uh, for 350 days a year. I don't know who made that. Or the or the or the the Kruger's eight track one. Which one was that? Oh, the the day and night. Not day and night. The uh, I mean, there's heads, heads will roll. Heads will roll. A-track? That's what I was going to say. Heads A-track, roll. heads will roll. Yeah. Heads will roll is huge. That's a good one. <sighs> I don't know if it's Mount Rushmore, but it was an arrow. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it was just, you know. I'm going to throw one in that Jerome will know. I think Neek might know it. Uh, Heavenly Break, L-E-S-C-R. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's uh, that's that's royalty. Anything yeah. in New York, anytime in New York City, that goes crazy, bro. Yeah. I am dying right now at... um. What? <laughs> Oh my God! I, we just said the name. I, be faithful. I, be faithful. That are, is are, so. Have funny. You it out? You've deleted it from your. I've Solano deleted it mind. from my my mind. I. <laughs> it I, always I, works. It always works. Never fail. For better or worse. If I. That's like oh shit! What should I hear? <laughs> but he's like it. That edit is like the George Washington. Yeah. Of <laughs> it's the goat, man. It's yeah. literally yeah. the Michael Jordan of yeah. Jordan of edit. Because yeah. there was a time, and I think they even talked about it on the road podcast. There was a time it was like I don't know, nothing's working here. Yeah. 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 It's in the DMX party up in the, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, does heartbeat does heartbeat club version count as a DJ edit? Heartbeat uh from childish? No, heartbeat. Um oh John John Legend. Legend. John Legend. No, 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 no. Uh the, the OG West End Records. Heartbeat Tina uh oh Tana Gardner. Tana Gardner. Yeah. The club yeah. version, the B side. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a DJ? Yeah. That's a Larry yep. LeVan edit. Yeah. I was gonna say stand on the word because that's not that. the that's, OG. A, that's too yeah. cut. That's too cut. That's too that's it? a head song. That's that's, that's for yeah. everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you gotta play the club version, not the yeah, uh, the whatever the single version. I don't know, man. I don't it's, know if that counts, but I don't rush, but it's, it's a great, it's a great. <laughs> 
That's yeah. so funny. Okay, I got the I got the album nominations. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for this? Back to some serious talk. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I'm not really sure. This is. I'm not sure if this is a uh, because Silk Sonic is not here. Meet this year's album of the year nominees. Um, John Batiste, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Her, Lil Nas X, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, and Kanye West. Oh wow. It's got to be Olivia, right? Or Taylor? It's going to be Taylor. It's going to be Taylor. It's always Taylor. Yeah. It's always Taylor, right? It's Taylor, it's Taylor. Doja Cat? That's kind of cool. Will they take the risk? But they, they always do that curveball sometimes, too, though. So I'm they, almost will, thinking will they take the risk with Taylor and Kanye for the same number. Oh, yeah. Again. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both on again. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say no, but was Drake snubbed on this? Drake pulled his songs out. Oh, he yeah. pulled his own shit out? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did. Why? He said he it was mid? This is not, it's not the album that... This ain't the one. This ain't the middle awards. This ain't the middle awards. He's like, Kanye, we're pulling our albums, right? Kanye's like, yeah, for sure. Go yeah. ahead. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Just yeah. like how he did at the concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do new songs. Yeah, yeah. New songs, new songs only. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, Drake was watching. That's why Drake was crying. They showed a video of Drake crying. Yeah. And Drake was like, "Damn, I didn't have my DJ set ready for this." Yeah. So confused as why Drake would pull out like a nomination. It's not. It's not the out. This is. Yeah. No, I'm just. Kidding. This is not the one. <laughs> but even a nomination is like. It's not the one. Who cares if he loses? He gets nominated. Like that's right. Self um, accomplishment. Yeah. Like, why would you take one number off of a nomination? Yeah, does he not need them anymore? He's just like, I'm stacked. (laughs) I'm stacked. I got enough nominations. Like, who cares if you don't win? You're in there. How many songs are we playing from Drake and Kanye's album still in 2022? Uh, I mean, Girl Counts Girls. Yeah. Um, I'm still playing the eccentric. Too sexy? Yeah. Yeah, Too Sexy still up. Uh, Knife Talk. Knife Talk. Uh, I like TSU, but I mean, I just that's just like oh, a I just played TSU for me. on Saturday too. Yeah, it's like a filler record. Out? I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, any Kanye? Kanye? None. I'm not. I'm not playing any Kanye. Twenty four uh, Hurricane. Um, Hurricane. Oh, like I said, that Jail eccentric edit. I still play that. I don't want to give like a real opinion oh, yeah, on Kanye's jail. album. I just haven't finished it. It's too, no, it's long. It's changed. It's probably different three times over now. By the time, you yeah, no, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He like he always edits yeah. it. I, I like got halfway through and was like, Ugh. I just yeah. heard the. Uh, I don't know. I don't well, know. Donda Two's coming out. He just announced he's doing Donda Two. And we should we should talk about this jam session that he's doing with AB and Madonna and all and of that. Game. Everyone hanging out, ripping fucking Actually, lines that, that of song, That song that he did that that the game previewed. Oh, that song's about, great. That song's fire. It came. It came out though, right? It's out. Yeah, yeah. It's out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Premiere's that video, that premiere's video doing the cuts crazy. on the end. It's petty as hell. Yeah. It's that video clip with that's just like every that, questionable that, person that, in Hollywood. That video <laughs> that, was, that was for a commercial, right? 
that video was it clip Madonna like for Antonio what? Brown for what and right? was it NFT commercial yeah. something like that or like a <laughs> like a Fashion Nova commercial or something Every like that man bonkers I think it's a commercial in one Who room else? Mayweather was in there yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayweather like what the fuck are all these people doing together what the that, what are you guys what are you dogging about that, that what video are, looked like a burner phone going off yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah aside from being fucking batshit crazy what do Kanye West yeah. Yeah. Fucking Mayweather, Antonio Brown, and Madonna having common. Yeah. What the fuck are y'all talking about? A lot That's an after party you show up to and you're not getting a fucking word in. Yeah. You're not saying <laughs> oh my God. Thing. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. shutting the fuck up in that. Yeah. 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 That's a party I don't want to be at. Where you're like, yeah, I think we should open a food truck. I, I don't want to be I don't uh, want to be at that party, but I hell want to be at that party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody's yeah. collabing. Nothing's yeah. happening. Nobody's. Yeah. Not a damn thing. The only collab <laughs> is calling the plug. That's what <laughs> it is. Yeah. Do you think Jesus. anybody in that room suggested working with each other or just told oh. each other about what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who called and, Madonna? Or did Madonna just show up? Yeah. She, I, in, in my opinion, has just a seat at that table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the people in that room, she needed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just bad news. You show up to that party, and you're like, fuck, a lot of talking tonight. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Just, you got to limber up because it's... Yeah. 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 Got a lot of listening to do. This is going to be a two-hour goodbye. If I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you go, I just wanted to run a couple of things by you. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, no one's eating this week, huh? No, that's crazy. <laughs> Nobody's hungry. Um, all right, so you started in Arizona, then you moved out east. I want to talk about the transition and the difference in the DJ sound between Los Angeles, Arizona, and D.C., because I know you play at the Dime. So kind of tell yeah. us tell yeah. us your thought process going into it between playing in these three cities. Because I don't uh, – Travis has played in Arizona at a festival. Yeah. I have I've never played in Arizona. You? No. 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 Neek? No. Uh what's what's Arizona's vibe? Hip hop. They want to hear hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get away with the big room stuff and the remixes. There's a great house and great dance scene, but yeah. They want to hear hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's it's dudes that just grew up on hip hop. You know what I yeah. mean? So, uh you know, more of the popular stuff, but they'll they'll ask for some crazy requests, and the management is always excited to hear stuff like that. So, mm. um, you know, it's just it's just it's Arizona, it's commercialized stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so bottle service, big bottle service stuff. Yeah, Scottsdale yeah. is Scottsdale is is a thing for sure. Like it, yeah. it has it has a scene. It's its own little thing. You know, people enjoy themselves greatly out there, I think, because it's just sort of a little bit of a hidden treasure. They don't expect it. Yeah. And when they see it, it's kind of just like, bam, all of this. It's like one block, but there's like 15 venues in one block. And it's mm. just, the, it's just so dense that it's, everything is half inside, outside, because the weather obviously is so nice yeah. that, um, you know, you don't, they, they don't have like, like walls it's all yeah. like stuff that rolls up you know what i'm right, saying right, so, right. um but you know it's just it's big systems good systems everything's like function one quality yeah. out there and um you know it's a good it's a good uh it's, it's a good it's a good like hometown scene yeah. for sure you know what i'm saying I, I enjoy it when i go back home dc is you got to have everything like mm. dc you have to literally be versed in everything with the exception of like country music you know what yeah. i'm saying because uh it's such an international city, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, for example, 
DC has the second highest population of Ethiopians in the world mm. outside of Ethiopia, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So you have to know some of just the basic stuff of, mm-hmm. of just like how, of what they enjoy the Afrobeat scene. There's a huge uh, population of Nigerians, you know what I'm saying? Sudanese, Ghanaians, the whole nine. And so you're, you have to be like, not just know like, oh, this is a song to have, but like when to play it, who to play yeah. it to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to stay up on that just as much as you stay up on anything else. Whereas Arizona, that might not be the case so much. You know what right. I mean? Um, but, you know, R&B is big. Obviously, like Marvin Gaye is from D.C. and A. Marie. And there's a great uh, history of R&B in D.C. <clears throat> so you've got to just stay up on your music at all at all accounts. Because, you know, people, I say it often, but, you know, DJing for a room full of Black women is, is, a, is a welcome challenge. Because mm-hmm. you would think that they want to just hear one thing. And that's never the case mm. they, you know you, you have to know when they want to hear olivia rodrigo right. when they want to hear you know what i'm saying uh Khalees. yeah did they want to hear drake then they want to hear city girls but it's a challenge that you just can't look at a room full of black women and be like hey they just want to hear one thing like right you're gonna you're gonna fall on your face unfortunately you know what i right. mean so right but also we're, we're just you know we're here so it's like reggae huge mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i'm saying all the caribbean stuff is just huge uh your classic hip-hop because we are three hours, four hours from New York. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a big mixing bowl, man. It's just everything. Yeah. And and it's just a great opportunity, I think, to, as a DJ, to have a huge uh, um, library of music that you can appreciate as a human and as a DJ, you know? Sure. Uh, LA was dope. I got to do the do-over mm-hmm. in 2009. So I did it in the small- No ladies. big deal. No big deal, <laughs> sir. I no did the deal. backyard. And uh, do-over is awesome. I met Morse code there. I met have you guys oh, had yeah. Nugget? Have you guys had Nugget? Nah, not yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Nugget's the man. I met yeah. him there. We're still like cool to this day because because of, of that. Yeah. Um. I think Mayor Hawthorne opened for us that oh, day. Like, oh, it was very, just Mayor, no yeah. big deal. <laughs> this is when like uh, Allo Black was on the mic, so it was just uh-huh. like a fun time. And L.A. man, I think the Dime is cool because it feels like a it doesn't feel like the most L.A. of rooms all the time. You know, right. like mm. especially on a Saturday night, right? Like, sure. I know, like, shout out to Artistic. He does it on Mondays, and I, and I heard it goes crazy. But Saturdays was just very much like everybody just wants to hear everything. And the diamonds transformed. It yeah. used to be very much a, a, a 90s hip hop, and you know, 2000. And now, like, the last couple of times, they're on, they're like doing bottle service in there. And they're mm. doing, oh, really? Like, standing on couches. Yeah. 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 They didn't do bottle service when I played there. I, exactly. I played, uh, I played exactly. the As Is joint, the Sunday OGs. The Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah OG Sunday. Fast. Shout out to As Is. Yeah. Shout out to As Is for sure. So I love the dime, man. I wish there was a dime in every city just because of the quality of the people and the experience. Yeah. Um, and I like I like small rooms. You know what I mean? You can see everybody. You, mm-hmm. You've played, the bar is right there. It's right and there. People, people are walking past you to go past the bathroom all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like that intimate feeling. So um, anytime it's just having good music on deck, you know, realizing, okay, I'm going to play you know, uh, the I Choose You sample into I Choose You, I mean, into the Outcast record, and they're going to go crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I'm going to play Throw Some D's after that. And then I'm going to play. It's just like getting those reactions from from those crowds, man. It's something that I look forward to. And L.A. has always been great to me, man. I actually love it out there. So um, having the opportunity to play all, all three of those places is good. Uh, and I think it helps me play in all the different cities that I'm lucky when I'm able to play in those consistently, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So when you come to Twitch, what is your 
what's your itch that you're scratching that French touch Avenue? Yeah. Are you yeah. getting more in that bag or what? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get to my up-tempo one, 118 to 122, a little bit more, maybe yeah. more some soulful house records. Like I yeah. love the days like this record, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Playing that, just letting that run. And uh, with what the, the heaven song by the vision, I've been listening to that a lot lately and just like, you know, just trying to like what I don't get to play in the club so much yeah, um, yeah. or even at the private gigs or the corporate gigs. Um, you know, I still would like to get that, like you said, scratch that itch. Yeah. And so Twitch provides that opportunity uh, as long as it's not like a themed, a themed yeah. stream or something like that. You know what I mean? So are you, you still know. streaming a lot? No, I'm going to no. get back on tomorrow. But uh, <laughs> OK, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, um, I just, you know, real life took over in D.C. in June. That's when D.C. reopened mm. and um, the opportunity to play out was there consistently yeah. at a variety of different venues there were nightclubs there were outdoor spaces there were private events there were uh you know just a, a myriad of different things mm. and i was just like yo man, i'm gonna do this you know what i'm saying and it worked uh my daughter's getting older so you know me and her mom are on great terms so we can make that work in terms of me taking these opportunities to just get back out there you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and and uh dc is going through a lot with the mask mandates they just put one back in i started this past saturday so I've seen a couple clubs that are just giving up for like two months. They're like, yeah, we'll just come back when, yeah. when really? the last mandate. Yeah. Well, wow. Just a little winter break. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's either that or you get a $10,000 fine from what I understand for it. So when they walk in, they got to show you the Vax card. Yeah. So if you let, so if you don't ask, or if you let somebody in that doesn't have it, I believe it's a $10,000 fine oh. per individual. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's that's big that money. Be, that could be stupid. Big money. That's yeah, big. So I can, big, I can big see money. why they. Yeah. So and the places that are the places the two places that I know that are closing, say hello. Hey. Um, <laughs> they are um, they're bigger places. So the opportunity for somebody to slip up is probably a lot more pro, uh, probable to happen. And so they're yeah, just like, you so know what? Let's just not even not go down this lane because. If the liquor board has to review your tapes or do whatever the case may be, it could be real ugly for you. Oh right. my God. So what's the next iteration of nightlife look like? Let me ask you this, because we have a lot of guests on here and we kind of talk to them about, okay, we've gone through bottle service. We've gone through the peak of bottle service. I think we're on the next swing of things. What does that look like? More sports bars, more daytime. What does that look like for yeah, DC? They, I, I think... I think in general, for us, we, we do our best experiences are when we throw our own parties. Sure. Right. So doing the club is cool, but it just feels like a lot of people in DC have been clubbing for so long. They're looking for a different experience. Mm -hmm. The daytime Sunday afternoon activity out here is huge. You're mm -hmm. out by one, you're turned up by five, you're passed out by nine. And people <laughs> love that experience in DC. Yeah. Right. We, we, we've been fortunate enough. Uh, I have a, a crew called Rock Creek Social Club. We've been doing parties for 13 years now. And uh, we've partnered with everyday people like six or seven times. And oh. to see how everyday people run their business, it's just like you create that desire, that need, that people want to pay $25, $50 a ticket to come mm -hmm. party. And like I said, during the day. And, you know, with your own parties, you play what you want, mm -hmm. right? It's, you're not, you're not, you can still sell bottles, but if I'm selling bottles to, you know, uh, Afrobeat songs, it's a lot more fulfilling yeah. to a lot of other people 
been way too sexy for the fourth time in three hours. You know right. what I mean? And, right, right. And, and so I feel like the DJs and the and the crews that are able to put sort of those things together, I think there's a huge, huge opportunity to just travel the world, really, because people like to have those experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The clubs are kind of jaded. Oh, we don't do Jordans. We don't do this. We don't do that. But if I'm buying my ticket, the sun's up. I got my four people with me. We're going to have us a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless the weather's bad, I, I really don't see a problem with that, you know? Yeah. In terms of the clubs and stuff, I think the places are going to get smaller. I, I think the smaller places in D.C. do the best. Um, yeah. A lot of my friends are going from venue. They're going from, like, okay, we go to the places, now we own the places. So okay. they're trying to figure that out. What can we do to attract a good crowd here? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to be too rowdy. That's not going to, um, you know what I'm saying, cause a ruckus. And a lot of it too falls on the DJs. We're dealing with a shift in DJs. I, I don't know how old you guys. I'm 41. So yeah. you start to look at these younger kids, and they're different with how they approach DJ. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. <clears throat> Even to the point where venues don't want to buy equipment now because they're not taking care of it as well. Uh-huh. You know, is what that I'm a saying? big That's, issue by you? It's becoming one. Yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah. becoming one. You know what I'm yeah. saying. These mixers are getting beat up after months yeah. because it's like, well, who's in here? You know yeah. what I'm saying. But there's one club in DC that hires. I want to say every DJ is like maybe 35 and older mm-hmm. and the equipment is spotless because we all take care of it. <laughs> yeah. But the ones where it's just like, yeah, we got like the Hennessy and waffles day party coming in and I and come in after over them, the mixer. And, yeah. <laughs> the mixer's just gone. Like where's the mix? Uh, we don't know, bro. We're trying to find you one. Yeah. Yo, then it's like, yo, how close do you it's live? in the kitchen it's with like, the waffles. Exactly. It's in the kitchen <laughs> underneath the waffle maker. They're both shaking warm. out. Yeah. It's just leaking you know, syrup. Yeah. Turn it upside down. Like, uh, you know, so um, yeah. I, I think the responsibility, man, it's just, you know, I think all of us have a, really good insight on things and for me i know a lot of djs are starting to u- utilize that in addition to djing well if i know how to program a night i can program two or three nights and not have to dj all of them i can book djs over here or i can actually set up your club and tell you the best place to put a dj booth i know a lot of djs that are moving in that direction sure. just utilizing utilizing their skill to say we can make the experiences better for both ourselves and the and the patrons as well for you sure know? for sure you know I got to talk about it. We have to bring it up. What are DJ rates looking like in DC right now? Is it bad? Is it good? Where are we at? It's pretty bad. It's bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. It's 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 like I'm scared to say no to that, so I'm gonna take it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like you guys don't have. You're not well versed in the art of negotiation. You're just saying I'm gonna take this one fifty yeah. and two drink tickets. Oof. And that's it. And I'm gonna play for four or five hours and I'm gonna bring my controller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there are DJs who get I listen, I'm not paying, I'm telling y'all right now, I don't I don't play for that much, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. don't see my I, if I, anyone's I, listening yeah. and thinks this man plays for that, get off, <laughs> no, turn this no, off no, no, right no, now. Right. You didn't but, do your research before you came in here. Get right. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, there's people who are accepting that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And it's because you have to understand, like, I don't think they see themselves as assets. Or as business people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like right. you're gonna lose a gig asking for too much money, and that's okay. But it, but that should let you know that that's not the place you want to play in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know right. I'm saying yeah. you want right. to you want to realize that. And if you want to increase your value, then you know let's put some mixes out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing about TikTok, but I see people going crazy on TikTok. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there are ways to increase your value if you feel like 
you should be getting more. But sure. technically, I, you know, also the art of like going out. People yeah. aren't going out to just chop it and hear a good DJ and say what's up. Yeah. Like they don't do that. Like you know, right. what I mean? it's kind of like, yo, man, I came to your party. When can I play it? You know, never. Art of being you're getting, fan. you're getting a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you're never gonna play it because not because yeah. you're not skilled. You're probably a great DJ. You might be able to bring out a lot of good people. Yeah. But just be a fan first. Just come right. out. Be the homie. Yeah. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Let's, yeah. Take some shots, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just you know the art saying? of being cool, like yeah. just be yeah. a likable yeah. fucking person. Yeah. Yeah. Be a human being, yeah. and I, I say it all the time: be a fucking human being. Yeah. Everyone's programmed on this track to be like, okay, I'm at the next train station. I'm at the next right. train station. Right. You know, we're just powering through. Yeah. There's a lot that's lost in, and we mentioned it last week in the bedroom DJ. Yeah. You know, in the opener DJ, I'm sure you're playing for, you know, you've played countless times where you're like, this guy's fucking burning me. And they have no idea that they are. Yeah, they don't right? know. They, they have no know. fucking clue. Yeah. You know, like you can't blame someone if they're completely oblivious to these unwritten rules, you know, and it's not it's not gatekeeping. It's just like, hey, be conscientious of mm-hmm. of the next person or, you know. But, or, yeah, like, I agree. But they're just not they're not like I, I want them to contribute to the scene. Right, Absolutely. contribute to the scene of more than just the big bottle service club. Because yes, yeah. I play the big bottle service clubs that I have for a long time. But you can catch me at the small little spots on Wednesday, the African yeah. spot on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, just contribute to the scene. I the nights that I don't have my daughter and I'm not DJing, which is very rare. I'm out. I'm in the streets. Last night, like yeah. I said, we sat at a bar and listened to Bay Area music, and everybody was an industry person, and we just had a good time. Yeah, and it was just like. It was, it was nobody was saying yo what can i play your place when can i do this yeah. We're just yeah. like, let's just enjoy each other's company you right. know so enjoy my party i'm gonna come support yours even if yeah. i have the gig i'm gonna come through early run up run up a little tavern and, and let's just look out for each other mm. and i think you know what i'm saying that that's what the djs can do to help each other uh, and i think just becoming well versed in the business of of being a dj as well and just yeah. understanding like you know it's very i think people are very fortunate if you just dj right like just in the times that we're in right now if you can just dj fantastic but if you have to add some things you know just be knowledgeable about the business that you're in and just understand how other cities work other djs and how everyday people might work versus uh the do-over and you know what i'm saying things of that nature just just be fully aware so you can bring a lot to the table and that will increase your value as well yes gems dropping fucking gems on them man on a monday on a Monday, the Monday afternoon, man. On a Monday afternoon, um, you do DJ at Commonwealth. You do DJ at Darling Nikki. Those are uh, two of your regulars, right, out by you. Uh, so our Commonwealth is different than the Vegas Commonwealth. Our, I Commonwealth is a sneaker store, so I work there. Commonwealth is a um, sneaker store. Okay, sneaker store. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've been. I've been there for like fifteen years, I think. It's a cool little, it's a cool little, like, I mean, I'm there for the discount, baby. Like, let me get these, let me get these new balance and I'll make sure nobody steals nothing, you know, but those, but those are the homies too, though. Those are the Hell homies. Yeah. And Darla Nikki is, Darla Nikki is my man, Matthias and myself. Yeah, yeah and, um, shout out Matthias. Yeah, yeah, it's the homie, man. And um, we just wanted to, again, put the, like, do it our way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we, we make edits. We got a bunch of new stuff coming soon on the music tip. And party-wise, we just couldn't find a night that we wanted to go to, which was hear everything, be around everybody. And yeah. so we created it, and it's been a it's been a six months of success. Damn, I love that. Yeah, I man. love that. I want to ask, 
it's going to be tough. You're going to hate me for this. <laughs> Top three Prince songs off the dome. You name, uh, you name it, Darling Nikki. You know I had to come for you. What, what do we got? Uh, Darling Nikki's number one, because that's yeah. obviously like... Yep, yep. Um, the Dimitri in Paris edit of I Want to Be a Lover. Does that count or do I just say I want to be a lover? Yeah. That'll count, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, I love that edit so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. The ball- And the Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Yeah. Woo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those have you heard thoughts. the King most edit of that? I haven't. Is it crazy? Oh, yes. Fucking I'll, I'll check his uh I'll check his band camp for it for sure. Shout out yeah. to King Most. He's he's probably him and Nick Mike are the two <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, I all yeah. I play I can play the rest of my DJ career with just yeah. <laughs> a you lot go. and you shout out to Trey's too, man. I play a lot of Trey's Trey's and Nova yeah. also DC yeah. guy. Yeah, Nopa. Shout out to Nopa. That's on me too. So mm-hmm. for sure. DC has no shortage of incredible fucking DJs. You know, the, uh, Impulse out there, you're out there, Bo is out Bo, there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's stupid. It, yeah, it's absolutely it, yeah. insane. Um, I think a lot of it is we get we get opportunity, just like you guys probably have like seen, there's just so many opportunities to play out here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. especially if you understand, like I said, a little how to move in different yeah. genres. So, like if you can do a whole Afrobeat night, you're the king out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Disco Night. I think you played that uh what's the spot you played at? Yeah, you played uh, disco um, joint out here, Carl. Yeah. What's the what's the disco joint you played? Oh, uh, Fever. At no. Neek's party. No, 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 no in DC. You DC. played it, you played oh. in DC. Oh, in DC. Uh, I played in DC. I played at um the disco joint. It was a disco. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've uh, played there too, yeah. Yeah. What is that called? Uh, that was like Players 2019. Club. Players, Players Club. Club. Players, Players Club. Club. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Shout out to to that crew out there, man. Um, so just the opportunity to have to have a whole night full of 70s, 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's a lot of just opportunities to play out here, and it's it's a it's a it's a very corporate city. We're not New York when it comes to the corporate events, but we're probably second, honestly. Mm. And we have no entertainment industry. But there's mm. a ton of private corporate gigs out here. Mm-hmm. So once you're in the matrix, it's bro, it's fantastic. Yeah. I think everyone should have to hold the dance floor at a 70s club like that. I think I think that should be one of your little DJ checklist things where it's like, can you keep the room on a 70s night? Can you keep it on an 80s or a 90s mm. night? Yeah. Can you play before Diplo without yeah. burning him? You know, like you can't those little things like that, where it's like, okay, cool. Now you're ready to take your own night. Like, go mm-hmm. ahead. And mm-hmm. kind of funny. I was I was telling my buddy Lloyd about this, and it's something I still do to this day. It's kind of like a weird practice thing that I do. I always build opening sets, imaginary opening sets. Because when I started opening for artists, I was like, okay, what do I play so that I don't burn them, but it's in the same style, blah, blah, blah. So I just make random sets where I'm like, if I open for Pitbull, what the fuck am I going to play here? And yeah. I'm like, and it's just like a weird practice thing that I do. Like I try to come up with sets based on that. Like, can I play an hour of this person, something similar to this person's music without burning them or playing their tracks? Mm. It's like a weird little, little, That's little dope. Joint it's good. Like it's good. That. I do like that. Um, piggybacking off of that, Jerome, you're opening your own nightclub. What's the name of the club and who is your resident DJ? Uh, I would call it Burles, B-E-R-Y-L-S. That's my mother's name. Mm-hmm. So I just find it, it's very unique. You know, I'm like, I'd be like, why did you name that? You know what I'm saying? So well, so I will close my club. That's bad news for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I would call it Burles because like I said, there's no, uh, who is my resident DJ? So uh, my man, Spencer Tracy, uh, he's from DC, lives in Miami now. 
he is a uber talented dj and he would be the resident because he's just he's very good uh i'd probably have my my man stereo faith too because like i said he plays such a wide variety of music i would want the djs to follow follow suit in that you mm. know yeah i love that yeah. nick so you are being endorsed by a fast food establishment of your choosing oh my goodness what is the drum baker the third meal and where is it oh the meal. <laughs> yo listen rallies gotta be rallies rallies I think it's rallies. I think it's checkers on the East Coast, but I think it's rallies out there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it checkers yeah. out there? Yeah, it's checkers yeah. out here. Uh, yeah, but y'all know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Pizza Hut out in Portland, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, the meal, man, you know, those fries, I got to get like a double X on the fries because the fries are amazing. Hell yeah. Uh, probably just like a double bacon cheeseburger so i don't know i don't even eat pork but one of those one of those <laughs> things like right? you said i'm, I'm going all out yeah i'm going said, all I'm out break it what's the drink oh man a cold sprite you know that cold sprite that just hits yeah. you real properly. Yeah. yeah i like i like when my sprite hurts a little yeah, yeah. that's what i'm yeah. talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. catch your breath catch your yeah. breath on that one <laughs> yeah yeah, that's one of those that hits your lips like, I'm not that hungover, actually. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Travis. Jerome, we are developing our DJ Biopic Cinematic Universe. So in this DJ Biopic Cinematic Universe, who is playing Jerome Baker III? It can be anybody in the entertainment realm, dead or alive, or animated of your choice. Oh, wow. This is fantastic. Uh, you know, Martin Lawrence. Hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Martin Lawrence. This is my show. I watch that too often. So, yes, okay, bring Martin back. Yeah, yeah, bring Martin back. Yeah, I mean, it's on now. It's on like I I got it on YouTube. It's like it's like the screen's like half black. (laughs) Back in the day, so yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I want to slide this in because I, I did see some talk. I saw your post with Ninth Wonder, and mm-hmm. and it's just fucking incredible for you to be in that capacity where you guys, you know, you run into each other, you get to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, how big was, I want to ask, how big was his contribution out there and that Little Brother album and all of that? Did that have a major effect in D.C.? Uh, I think it, the Ninth Wonder stuff when I was in college, or the Little Brother stuff when I was in college, so because I, the listening and all that stuff kind of was, I think it was like 03-ish, 04 maybe. Yeah. So I got to DC in 03. And um, in college, their sound was just very, like, it was like new. It was like a new sound for the heads. Like, it wasn't the same old kind of, it was kind of really dope everyday man rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a regular guy. I'm not serving (laughs) keys. I'm not over here, like, shooting people. I just have problems like everybody else. And that's what little brother... (laughs) Uh-huh. to dope beats and dope samples you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and yeah. then like yeah. um fonte and Pooh haven't been as visible in the dc area but not to wonder is in dc pre-pandemic obviously yeah. consistently i mean i'd see him every three months in dc well, yeah you know didn't, and Shot- didn't he teach at harvard he taught at harvard too right maybe, maybe he did yeah I, but he just has a his crew is called true school uh one of the managers is up here my man t reeves and then two djs my guy cousin b and face they live in oh, DC as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. the, so I've I've been to his birthday party and we did a, a Obama uh, 
when he got in the office one night, I was I was I used to be a store manager at Stussy. So we did a party one night and it was uh, Ninth Wonder, David Banner, Charles Hamilton, uh, Wale, uh, and it was- Charles Hamilton, Charles shout Hamilton. out. Yeah. And Ninth That's Wonder was on- you a, don't hear anymore. Exactly. Uh, and, and Ninth Wonder was on the turntables. And he's the nicest guy in the world. Like yeah. nicest guy, yeah, super cool. I ran into him again at, uh, we have a festival called Broccoli City out here. We chopped it up and I was just, and I really was just like, yo man, thank you for the Kendrick record. I was like, you killed it. And he was like, bro, you don't understand how many times I don't hear that. Wow. He was like, I never, and I was just like, well, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. So, yeah. You yeah. Know, but here. he was just yeah. very thankful just for me to even be acknowledging him. And, and uh, so, yeah, I man, he's an awesome guy. His production is stellar. I just watched his NPR thing last night, matter of fact. So, yeah. It's cool as fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's ninth wonder, you know? And, yeah. and I, I think he could, in, in certain circles, he could go toe to toe with Pharrell. I think that would be a good matchup. For for it beat works. for beat, I mean, I, it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. I miss sure. that era of rap, man. Mm-hmm. That was a cool time too. Yeah. You know who else? Actually, now I think about it, that era and your neck of the woods, Kev Brown. Kev Brown is from DC, low budget crew. Yep, mm. a whole their whole Odyssey is my guy. That's my dude. I was with his photographer last night. Like they are an extremely talented mm. group of individuals who uh, I believe never got their national recognition. No. Obviously, within certain circles, they are the well known. The okay, player guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like Grap yeah. Lover, who is Pete Rock's brother, lives in Maryland. Him and Kev Brown are super tight. So it's a there's a lot of connecting pieces in the recipes. Ms. Marquis uh, yeah. is in Laurel, Maryland, for the longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave from Vela, he's in Maryland. There's all these people that are in Maryland. Like it's a very, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, Kev Brown. I'm sorry to to get off course, but no, Kev you're Brown good, is. You're good. Kev Brown is a, he's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. Does he pop up around? Never. He's Never. chilling. Like, he's cool. We had one record store about 10 years ago where you could see him every Friday night. He played beats. It was like a, you know, like a good, uh, like a scene. It was like a thing. But once they closed, man, I, I, pro- I haven't seen the guy in, in since 2010. Yeah. Mm, that's crazy. crazy. I do what I do is like integral. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so. like high school iPod. Like that never left. <laughs> Bring that back. I want to take a look at that since you said I want to see what's on your iPod from high school. I gotta find I have it somewhere in here. It, I'm just probably gonna make a playlist with what was what was the sad boy song? The first one that you Dude, think of. I do what I do is on there. Uh that album had uh, Alone Again. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Alone again, been that way for some time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blue and Exile was on there. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah those are the that those are my angsty. <laughs> Walking in the rain home from the bus stop. <laughs> it's not a phase. It's not, not a phase, phase. mom. I'm fucking trapped <laughs> in these thoughts. Angsty <laughs> <laughs> junior in high school. Enough. That's a slippery slope. We're not going down. Right? <laughs> That's a no, for real. Fucking... I'll fucking <laughs> start barring up. <laughs> My man's in the club crying. I'm in the club crying. <laughs> crying in bottle service to Nico oh, Lopez story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerome, what's a podcast? Tell us about it. What the fuck? Oh, man. It's just me and the homies that took our conversations from uh, when it was slow in Commonwealth. Yeah. And we would just, it, we just started a podcast, you know, like. Uh, obviously working retail, you got free time, you know, and people come in, but whatever. So yeah, we would just talk and, we, yeah. and we've been friends for 15 years and it was just like, yo, let's just try to have a podcast. And so uh, it was cool. 
we did it in person. We haven't, we, we've been doing virtual. We still, we all live in DC, but we're doing virtual obviously since the pandemic started. Mm. And, uh, but even now we still haven't seen each other in the podcast space since I don't think we have any plans of going back, but it's cool, man. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's Do they album. DJ as well or just you? No, nah, they're, yeah. nah, they're just in the streets a lot. My guy, <laughs> Abdul, is a, my guy Abdul is a big uh, Nike person. He's like oh, yeah. really respected up there by Nike. And my man, Streetwear Eddie, is literally in the streets. Like, I was like, bro, <laughs> be careful. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> be careful. But uh, He's like, these so, podcasts keep getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, not a lot of information in here. <laughs> I'm not going to make it this week. I'm out of town. Like, right, no questions asked, buddy. No questions asked. <laughs> yeah. Be safe, okay? <laughs> Yo. We always mention it. I want to bring it back for this episode because I know you're well versed, man. On a stranded island, one album only. What are you bringing with you? Yeah, Uptown Saturday Night by Camp Love. Whoa, Ooh. Ooh. yeah, whoa! This is with it. What <laughs> with the quickness, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the beats were just fantastic. Can't they said what? absolutely nothing of value. Right? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Just but cadence. They weren't saying the shit. Cadence, right. Yeah. But the that entertainment value. <laughs> The entertainment value, you just felt real fly listening to it. You're like, yeah, ah, this is like, yeah, yeah. This is like, I'm, a, I'm a rat. Uh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that shit had me talking hella dumb in school. I'll take a I'm a rat. Uh. <laughs> we're saying. So, just the entertainment value, man. And the, and Ski was in a great place coming off Reasonable Doubt. He did yeah. that album next. So it was just like, yeah, he just had a, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, man, that's, yeah, that's my joint. And they yeah. still got it. I saw them maybe 10 years ago and it was the greatest live show. They're, yeah. they're dressed to the fucking nines. Yeah. It was cool. It was the hippest shit. And they had endless energy on stage. So yeah, shout out to Camp Low. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If absolutely. you're listening and you haven't heard of Camp Low, I know there's some of you. You don't need to raise your hand. Just go, go <laughs> Just listen oh, to that oh, album. Yeah. Please. Shout out to Excel oh. for the um the intro edit. He has like a sample into the original. Mm. It's fucking. Funny. Oh yeah, Excel. Excel does. It's yeah, the yeah. Janet Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. played that all all pandemic. Yep, all over Twitch. Yeah. Mm. Jerome, Jerome, you're you're heavy in the band in the band camp game. Uh, mixes and edits, you got plenty from you. Let me ask you this. We will ask a couple more questions and then we'll send you on your way, sir. What is your favorite edit or remix you've ever made? Oh, wow. Uh, our peaches, do we put peaches out? I think, <laughs> I think we put peaches out. Uh, yeah, peaches is good. Oh, I did, I did the Chloe and Chloe and Holly. Oh. Uh, I put her, I did, I did a remix of their joint over the summertime. And uh, I've never really oh. dipped below like 115 BPM. It was 82, so it was just like the song's called "Do It." Do it. Play that a lot. Yeah, it's called "Do It." Yeah, and um, and it just was a new space for me. It just I was uncomfortable. Yeah, and, you know, oh, like get uncomfortable, and I was like, well, it actually worked this time. Like it actually right. mm-hmm. was a new experience for me, and just to like not want to jump it up and go patronata on it you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. um that was a favorite and then obviously that the phil i day record that that i did a, a while ago that was a great because phil's a good friend and he's a um talented artist and yeah those two are my favorites for sure mm-hmm. what do you have coming up on the production front uh darling nikki this is darling nikki 
I want to say we'll have the full project done mid-April. Um, nine joints, and we're just looking to, uh, we just started a new joint yesterday with the Amen Break. So we're looking forward to just going everywhere with it. We just did another, uh, we have a, Matthias is big into the UK stuff. So mm-hmm. we got the UK joint popping off and uh, we got my man, Dave. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming, man. So this mm-hmm. is Darling Nikki is what it's going to be called. And this will be like early to mid-April. Mm-hmm. All right. I love that. Where can people find you on the DJ scene IRL? Um, I'm fortunate that I get to play a lot of different places. So there's nothing that's like locked in all the time. Sure. Uh, so just Jerome Baker 3RD on your social media. And I just put out where I'm playing in okay. that space yeah and, and then you said you take- twitch is coming back Twitch is going back tomorrow yes <laughs> Hell yeah. my daughter goes Hell back yeah. to school so i'm like ah free time you know yeah. Yeah. so let Hell me yeah. do something with it instead of watching like avengers all day you know <laughs> <laughs> nick i didn't mean to cut you off Go no ahead. you're good before you before we bounce out of here uh we need a contribution to our playlist so yeah. just give us any song that you're just feeling right now new old whatever <laughs> something you feel like needs to be on the five on five playlist uh there is a song by a dude named youngin lips and the song is called misunderstood uh but it is the cable for the club edit so it starts off like a trap record and then midway it turns into like a uk like sort of garage 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 so midway through the song it just goes like uk garage and you're like oh this is fire and then it goes back to the trap choice wait a minute uh what's that edit call kabu c-a-b-u for the club edit and the artist's name is young and lips why he's like some british dude he's kind of mumbling the whole way through but the beat is so tight you just want to dance the whole time it's like Hmm. yeah it's cool it's a good look find that travis nope not yet. I'll send it to you if you want it though. Or it might not be. You got, it got to be on streaming. It's got to yeah, be on it's streaming. Gotta, it's a Spotify playlist. I, I, yeah, I got to. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about the? Nah, that's not on Spotify either. We are gonna find it though. We are gonna be alright, people. We are gonna make it happen. <laughs> we gonna be alright. It's too uh, dense. The DJs are too dense. <laughs> <laughs> they got uh, too much. Yeah. You know we gonna uh. See, this is what happens when you ask the DJ for one song. Just give me one song. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, they go, th- right. go through that Rolodex. Um, you know what? You do I Was Born This Way uh, by an artist named Carl Bean. It's like a disco record from the 70s. Mm. And it was a... Um, anthem. It's an anthem, for yeah. sure. And I just think that he obviously was telling people who he was. And I was born this way. And the record label was... I just, I just read up on it. So it was... Just, happy that it was it was accepted throughout the ethos of what obviously you know the music industry looked like at the time so i think it's dope that he was able to cut through and make a banger like that hell yeah got it you got that one got it okay all right good uh before we roll out any final words, gentlemen? Jerome, we thank you very much. Obviously, no, thank you guys. Thank you. incredible, fucking thank you guys. incredible, man. Thank we uh, guys. we don't get a chance too often to to sit down with absolute legends, and we want to give you your flowers while you're on the show, absolutely. man. Absolutely, because uh, you do it all, point yeah. blank, period, man. And and people need to uh, need if you're listening, you need to take a lesson in playing everything. I will. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to say. I will say, Jerome your Twitch stream when I was still actively on Twitch was definitely one where like 
it wasn't a passive listening experience because I'd be like, oh man, I need to, I need to get that one. I like would sit there just like, all right, okay, that song, yeah, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was just like mm-hmm. Thank every you, time, I appreciate it was like, all right, I'm gonna find something new in this stream for sure. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it for sure. Thank yeah. you. No, we fuck with that. Thank man. you guys, though, man. For real, it's it's no. been a, a pleasure. I listen to it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I when we spoke about. I just finished listening to MOS. Oh and, yeah, uh, I, think I'm, I think I'm still listening to Stone Rock, but it's oh, so. Yeah. But like I know yeah. Stone, like I know Stone, so like just hit like I'm just like ah, oh, this dude is just like yeah. illis, man. He's yeah. really he's, he's also the nicest guy. On yes, us. he is. Like, like, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know that. Like, they get the DJ <laughs> thing. But if you ever hang out with Stone, he's literally the nicest person ever, man. So, like, uh, yeah. I need to finish that. But thank you guys, man. I love what you guys are doing. And, like, the questions. It's very, like, cerebral. It's like, yeah. you guys, I'm still upset at some of the choices I had to make. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is going to haunt me tonight. I'm like, oh. Michael Bolton. That's Michael right. Bolton, yeah. Yeah. On MLK day. I was trying to get her a charger or whatnot. MLK's in the corner looking at you like with the arms crossed. I'm not too far from the memorial, okay? He's at the top, like. Yeah. I can feel his eyes beaming from the waterfront now. He opens up his blinds to memorials. <laughs> this guy, this guy is so palely white that I had to turn the brightness down. <laughs> That's my man. Get, we got to get this guy on this we show. Do this do it. Hey, Frank, Frank White, hit up Frank oh. White. Frank, Yo, Frank, who is this guy? He's got the Boston. Nick, he's a Boston fan. Can of we? Of course say he is. <laughs> I, I, we get it. We know. Uh, Jerome, before we dip out of here, do you have any crazy song request story or any celebrity story like that from the club that you want to share that maybe you haven't told anyone? I've DJed for many of your favorite rap celebrities. Uh, Pretty much everybody with the exception of Jay, I've DJed for in DC just because they come here so often and some of our residencies were just, that was their thing was just like, we're we're, we're bringing artists, you know what I mean? So Mm. Ross is the coolest guy. He's Mm. super chill. Uh, Meek's a little, I was like, is he tweaking? He's a little energetic, you know? <laughs> I was like, Meek's doing a lot tonight. You, you, know? you can hear it in the songs. It's weird. It's fuck weird. Up a check. Yeah. I was about to fuck up a tech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah YG, YG and his guys almost beat up the host. And because oh. the host, so the host was on the mic and he's like, yo, man, shout out to YG. He was like, and the host got a little tipsy. He was like, we always appreciate when you check in. You know, you got to come to DC and check in. And he was like, what? And uh, him, and 40 Bloods, him and 40 Bloods run to the DJ booth. And they're like, who said that? And I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. So they're like, they're like, you got the mic? I'm like, nah, I don't got the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Who said even, that? <laughs> yeah, you got to watch that language. Right. Man. So even his homies were like, nah, the DJ's cool. I was like, I was like, bet. Thank like, God. I'm good. <laughs> and then they was like, all right. And then I think dude must have ran you to mean, the bathroom. You mean visit, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> he must have ran to the bathroom because they, they literally were canvassing the club for like 10 minutes looking for him. Oh, my God. Ooh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that point, I just played a lot of YG-friendly music. Yeah. We brought the vibe down a little. Bit. Like, okay, this is yeah. getting a little real ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Was it? You know, we here's just, a little gap band. To yeah, soften. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to some, you know, just real peaceful stuff. You know, outstanding. I mean? so, 
but yeah, yeah, yeah outstanding. Yeah. You know? yeah. But um, you know, I've been very fortunate to be different a lot of artists. Be faithful. If you like be faithful, wait till you hear Michael Bolton. Oh, you know? Gosh. Hey man, listen. Hey, I'll know I'm a Michael Bolton stan, all right? Yeah. You know, yeah. He's good. I'm not he's mad good. At it. He's good. He's good. I it's definitely Michael. just I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna make my daughter go to bed early tonight now because I'm upset. I don't know. <laughs> I don't blame her. Like, I'm trying to, gotta... try to deal with you. I love you guys. So, man, Yo, big yeah, love, man. So much, Jerome, man. Yeah, you, you got to come check in with us out in Portland. <laughs> yeah, come check in. <laughs> check in out in Vegas with Nick. Come on out, man. For we sure. uh, we always sure. got a spot for you to dj hey same in same in dc though man we got our own parties consistently so whenever y'all want to pull up please let me know i need to do that for real please like especially if y'all can come the last week of the month we got a wednesday and a saturday get you paid get to see the city go to baltimore Mm. hang out just like y'all know what it is it's an open invite What's Great, you've been coming phone. to DC. You ain't pull up on me yet, bro. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm almost there on Thanksgiving. I never... We have parties on Thanksgiving, bro. Like, <laughs> I know. What are you talking about? You know, know but I'm, guys I'm... pulling out holidays as an excuse. Man, like, no, I know. I, literally, this last Thanksgiving, I literally, I was like, I was sitting on the couch, fucking turkey combing out. I was like, if I take a lift, I can make it. <laughs> like, oh. He texted me before the couple. Yeah. He's like, y'all gonna see you. He's like, I'm gonna see you. Yeah. I was like, all right, bet, let's go. Yeah. Didn't pull up on me. Yeah. But yeah. Yo, anytime, anytime y'all want to come to DC, man, please, if you're on the East Coast, just oh. yeah. hit me and we will yeah. make it happen. If you're on the East Coast, just hit me. We'll make it happen. Uh, you guys are family. So let's do Hell it. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, yeah. fam. Jerome oh, Baker, sure. the third, ladies Thank and gentlemen, guys. the guys, legend. Man. For sure. Everyone stay safe, behave yourselves, take care of yourselves. Uh, we will be back. Let's see here next, next week, week with Daisy Odell, Los Angeles, Daisy Odell, fantastic DJ, somebody else that also plays everything. Uh, nice. Keep playing open format. Keep playing. I don't even yeah. want to call it open format because because yeah. th- that gets put on flyers. Oh, they're playing open format. <laughs> <laughs> play fucking fun music, you music. know, and and don't be don't be uh don't be at the mercy of a genre. Do your yeah. thing, yeah. and if you take anything away from that, uh, go see Jerome and see how he puts it down because he's one of a kind, man. Thank you, thank you, Appreciate thank you, sir. We give yes. you your flowers for that. And we will be back next week. Until then, peace.